how it began. When Daryl Morey tweeted, Fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong, on October 4th, 2019, it caused an immediate backlash in China. All broadcasts of NBA games were swiftly canceled, and all local sponsors suspended their deals with NBA China in unison. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver walked a fine line with some carefully worded statements, but ultimately acquiesced to the Chinese authorities. Nothing changed and no notable players were willing to express any opinions against the CCP. Now for context, Hong Kong is a territory with heterogeneous citizens and American NBA players have far more injustice to worry about at home. How it continued. In October 2021, NBA player Enos Cantus began voices his opinion about the CCP's suppression of freedom in Tibet and the hypocrisy that brands and players exhibit in doing business with China. He has been expressing his stance on his shoes, even calling out NBA superstar LeBron James over his deal with Nike because of the poor working conditions in China. For context, Cantor is a Turkish-born American basketball player of the Boston Celtics. And he has a belief that is widely shared, but there is little consensus regarding the way forward. Although Enos's words and actions are much more direct and confrontational than Maury's, China's response has been relatively reserved. Perhaps they don't want to bring more attention to these issues before the 2022 Olympic Games. How it may unravel. On October 2nd, 2021, Peng Sui, the Chinese tennis player, multiple Grand Slam winner and Olympic medal winner, posted a lengthy claim on Weibo that she was assaulted by the former vice premier, Zhang Gaoli, before starting an affair with him. Peng Sui has since been removed from all media in China, and she has quote-unquote disappeared. For context, the difference between this case and the case with Mori and Cantor is that Peng is a member of the global tennis community. More importantly, WTA chairman Steve Simon, Adam Silver's counterpart at the Women's Tennis Association, is taking a moral position. WTA has threatened to cancel all scheduled tours in China unless, quote-unquote, concern about her well-being and ability to communicate without censorship or coercion is addressed. If Simon follows through, it could force Xi Jinping to make a public example of Zhang Gaoli leading up to the 2022 Olympics or purge him, depending on their guanxi and where Zhang's loyalties lie. The quote-unquote solution is a microcosm of how China works and understanding it isn't condoning it. Instead, we should seek to enlighten ourselves to increase the likelihood of attaining a more desirable outcome. Through an unbiased lens, there is a literal truth and a relative truth with all things China. Literally, no one precisely knows what happened between Peng Sui and her accused Zhang Gaoli. That said, you probably want to know what happened in absolute terms relative to Western values and the Me Too movement. We all seek quote-unquote answers in terms that we care about, but the reality of the world we live in is we all care about something different. 
Suppose you are prepared to accept that Chinese-specific cultural and societal nuances may run counter to what you believe. Still, it's worth hypothesizing about a likely sequence of events as an exercise in awareness, cultural awareness, self-awareness, and situational awareness. To reduce our hypocrisy, let's recall the 1994 movie Disclosure, starring Michael Douglas and Demi Moore. A woman, Meredith, played by Demi Moore, is in a position of power, and she demands sexual favors from Tom, played by Michael Douglas, who is a male subordinate that reports directly to her. Meredith feels entitled and empowered, so she sues Tom for sexual harassment after he refuses, refuses her advances in a power play to force his departure. So, cultural context. As a national athlete in China, Peng Sui entered a system at an early age that is more rigorous than any professional sport in America. Every aspect of her life was predetermined based on what's best for her training, which meant an quote-unquote abnormal social life, even by Chinese standards. More than 10 years ago, before her international success, Zhang Gaoli imposed a sexual relationship with Peng and then renewed it again with his wife's consent seven years later. During both occurrences, Peng had less power to resist than Tom did against Meredith in disclosure. While at the same time, she also lacked the understanding of what a quote-unquote healthy sexual relationship should be, again, even by Chinese standards, due, her, due to her tightly regulated life as a Chinese national athlete. And in this context, real emotions and expectations develop despite their origins. Their relationship evolved into a quasi-affair, but Zhang, 40 years her senior and part of the red aristocracy, clearly had other intentions. You know, a rock star can develop genuine affection for a groupie, but it rarely leads to monogamy. The difference is that groupies are more aware of their risks and expectations, and everything is open, not secret. Peng Sui was trapped by her emotions, the immense pressures of her position within the Chinese system, and the secrecy of her public versus private life. And she cracked. Her Weibo post was her emotional outlet to vent. In the context of China, Chinese elites all have numerous ongoing affairs and second wives. It's normal and perhaps no different than Matt Gates, U.S. representative of Florida's 1st Congressional District, or Donald Trump, the 45th president. Elites are elite in any culture, and accountability is rare for those in positions of authority, even in a democracy. So what are the invaluable lessons that we might learn from this? I think number one is Chinese people need a mechanism to release their bottled up emotions more than in typical Western cultures due to the societal need to respect hierarchy and to give face even under the most extreme circumstances. Number two, Chinese crisis management always seeks to find a way to appease, not to satisfy. The quote-unquote literal truth will never be revealed, 
because it could never be explained in a context that foreigners could understand. Number three, for good or bad, Chinese cultural context and societal norms still include elements of a Confucian-based harmony within a hierarchy divided by social classes. For example, today's Ernai, or mistresses, that most Chinese elites have, are the modern equivalent of concubines, or sex slaves. Concubinage is a formal and institutionalized practice in China until the 20th century, and the Ernai culture is mutually beneficial in many ways, just not emotional.